Hey guys, welcome back to Blue Screen News. Thanks so much for joining. I finally had some pickup in the action involving Russia and Ukraine. Russia at this point is basically uh, going on an all-out attack of Ukraine. It's already set off some bombs in the capital city of Kiev. And there's also been, uh, I think I've seen at least 40 Ukrainian deaths so far. So definitely already starting to pick up from only the handful of deaths I reported on a couple of days ago. But the reality of this whole situation is it's outlined in the Bible. Bible. It's Ezekiel chapter 38, Ezekiel chapter 39, talks about chief prince of Gog, named Gog of Magog. And once you kind of are able to understand that Bible prophecy outlines things that are happening in the future or things that are currently ongoing, you can put two and two together and understand that Gog and Magog is Vladimir Putin and Russia. So then just reading, literally, just reading Ezekiel 38 and 39, and understanding that Putin is Gog and Russia is Magog, you can understand what's getting ready to happen. You, once Putin, Russia captures Ukraine, then they're going to go and try and capture the next state. Then they're going to go and try and capture the next state. And eventually it's going to lead to an attack on Israel. And again, once, once Israel starts being almost the center of world conflict, then you know the end is very, very near. Uh, Christ in Matthew 24 talks about all the things that must happen before the end comes. Rumors of war, uh, people waxing cold from the iniquity of the world. Uh, and there's many things. It's like a 50 chapter, 50 verse chapter in Matthew, in Matthew 24. And he literally, Christ walks us through everything that is considered a quote-unquote birth pain that must take place before the end of the world comes. One of those things is this Gog and Magog war. This whole war is going to shake up the entire world order, which is what the elites are really pushing for anyways. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what Putin is going to do, but I was watching Maybe it was Jesse Waters. Wasn't Jesse Waters said something very interesting? He was almost proposing Russia could potentially attack Ukraine, take over the capital city, and then do basically a lightning attack into Poland. And I'm sitting here. If Russia somehow sweeps through, if Russia somehow sweeps through all of Ukraine and then has enough to occupy Ukraine, and then Russia is able to sweep in Poland and has enough to occupy Poland. Russia will have gained two extra countries relatively quickly. So that's a totally different scenario. And uh, people are, you know, are asking, well, isn't the U.S. putting out sanctions against Russia? Isn't the U.S. starting to hit Russia's economy and starting to make things more difficult in Russia? It doesn't matter. It quite literally does not matter. Germany tried to shut off. I think it was Russia's gas, essentially energy, a couple of days ago, and that hurts in the short term. Sure, uh, Russia is certainly not happy about. Um, Russia would certainly rather have the pipeline open than closed. But I was seeing something yesterday that Russia's got basically a war chest, which if you know what a war chest is, it's basically it's basically the amount of money you have going into war, and then even if things go totally 
uh, even if things just go, if, even if your war efforts are a total disaster, you're still going to have the war chest to rely on. Russia has around, Putin himself has around about a $200 billion war chest. I'm sitting here, $200 billion war chest. You got a lot of troops already out there and active. And think about this. You got Russian troops out there. Every night they're basically probably hearing Vladimir Putin stand up at a podium and just talk. And look, eh, the Ukrainian guy, Zelensky, he's, he stands up there and talks as well, but he's terrified. The guy, the, the guy from Ukraine is, is, is out of his wits. End. He, 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 is, he is almost quite literally a child trying to defend himself against a quite literal grown man in Vladimir Putin. You know, I've been covering this at this point for basically three months. First podcast on this topic was December 3rd. So I've been covering this for about three months. At the start of this, I thought Putin didn't actually have what it took basically to actually set off an attack like this. I thought he was kind of an all bark, not really a bite type of guy. But look, he's proven me wrong. And I don't, I don't want to steal Trump's quote at all. But if you actually think about what Putin's doing right now, it is quite literally genius, as Trump said. I mean, you literally have uh, just even uh, from from a step from starting points from the first starting block of why would even this war possibly be about to happen? It's very obvious, and it was clearly split in two sides. I covered this pretty much very in depth in the No Solution Con- Conflict video podcast but the reality of it is ukraine was basically put in no man's land they would either have to try and join nato which was going to irritate the russians or they would have to refuse to join nato which would irritate the citizens so ukraine's basically always been in kind of this spot just almost waiting to be ran over by the train that is Gog and Magog, that is Vladimir Putin in Russia. And the Bible lets us know what's going to happen. We literally only have to read Ezekiel 38 and Ezekiel 39 to understand what's going to happen in the future. But it's getting ready to get crazy, guys. It's, it's getting all, as we quite literally, as most of us watch Russia just start marching their way to the Holy Land of Israel, Things are going to get totally nuts. Uh, we also have to think about this, and this is the final point I want to make on this podcast. Just the, Germany shutting off Russian energy, pie, uh, gas, United States is starting to hit Russia with some sanctions. All that stuff isn't going to do anything at all to begin with, but just to further more prove it's not going to do anything. Russia has a very, very close alliance with China. Those two at this point are borderline best friends of Russia and China. They have the same common enemy, and it is the United States. Russia and China are also great trade partners. So where the Europe is kind of sided with America, and we're kind of allies, Russia is very much so sided with China to where they're kind of allies. And I don't want to even propose this idea because this idea is another, just sends us into a total uh, 
pit of hell, basically. If, if this, if China attacks Taiwan, keep in mind, think about what's going on about six months ago. It's almost the same stuff that's going on in Russia and Ukraine, basically. Russia claims they own Ukraine from the Soviet Union times. China claims they own Taiwan before they were liberated. So it's essentially the same development. And if you think about it, Taiwan's a very, Taiwan's a very small island compared to Ukraine. Only difference with Taiwan and Ukraine and Russia and China is that Russia and Ukraine are connected. So Russia can send tanks over there. Russia can send troops over there. And all they literally have to do is pick up their gun or get in their truck, tank from Moscow and just walk or drive. And then they're going to get to where they need to go. Taiwan is not directly connected to China. There's a body of water that separates the two. So for us, for China to even attack Taiwan, it would have to be aerial through the air, through airplanes, through some sort of means like that. They would have to either bring, fly troops in over the air and drop them off, or they would have to attack via the ocean, the water, or they would have to bring troops to the Taiwan via the water. Any of those scenarios, if China decides to attack Taiwan, is uh, it puts the West in even a worse situation than we currently are in now. Because with the U.S. alliance with NATO, we basically have to defend all NATO partners. That is what NATO is. That is why America is in it. It's essentially, truthfully, at this point, it's almost a liability for America. It just anytime there's a conflict going around, we literally have to go in there, according to the agreements we've signed, and basically defend whoever it is that is our partner. The reality is we're about to have to defend a lot of people, whereas if we get just kind of, I, America could have maybe even just kept their mouth shut and just been able to get out of all of this, but we're going to probably have to go defend Taiwan and we're going to probably have to go defend Ukraine. And if we don't go defend Ukraine, we're going to go have to defend Poland. And if we don't go defend Poland, we're going to go have to, the thing is Russia is not about to just go out there conquer ukraine and then say you know what that's enough that's enough we're just we're happy with where we are now we have russia we have ukraine we don't need any more land we have why why we don't we don't even want to even think about doing anything more we're totally fine with ukraine not a, not a chance that is what happens once russia gets ukraine which i am almost certain they will i am almost certain they will get ukraine once Russia gets Ukraine, then I think that's when sting things. I think that might be when China starts to kind of start moving around, starts trying to get some plans. And then North Korea, again, North Korea as a state is a total failure. North Korea, they have a couple of nuclear weapons, but almost everybody in the, in the land is famished. I mean, they don't even have any real food in North Korea. It's being in North Korea is miserable, basically. But they have that one crazy dictator, Kim Jong Un, or Kim Jong Il. I'm not even sure which one it is at this point. It's borderline relevant. Missile Man, I guess, is what you could call him. That's most appropriate. But China will probably once Ukraine gets captured by Russia, China will probably go ahead and attack Ukraine. Probably going uh, Taiwan. China will probably go and attack Taiwan. Probably going to capture Taiwan, and then. 
Missile Man's going to be sitting over there. Russia just got a new land. China got a new land. And Missile Man hasn't been in the media. Missile Man hasn't been in the news. Missile Man doesn't like that. Missile Man loves being in the media. Missile Man loves being in the news. Missile Man loves tossing out threats about nuclear war. So I think he'll probably also get a part coming up pretty soon. But we'll see. Um, but yeah, guys, I mean, really uh, tough situation in Ukraine. Feel bad for quite literally everyone that's involved. Um, you know, I, truthfully, I don't think there was really any chance a war here could have been avoided. I mean, NATO could, NATO would not, could not, should not tell Ukraine outright that they have no ability to join NATO ever because Russia doesn't want them to. So NATO couldn't say that. And then Ukraine and Russia want everybody in. It it makes sense from Russia's perspective not to allow everybody to be in NATO because, again, Russia's probably never going to get an invite to join NATO. And that's the facts of the matter. So if, if Russia can't be in NATO, Russia doesn't want to be in NATO, why would Russia want all these former Soviet Union territories to be in NATO? I mean, the entire conflict was I could have blown up in 2018, could have blown up whenever, but it it was certainly headed this way um, and it's certainly that way now and hopefully those 40 uh, hopefully, again Ukraine, from what my understanding is a pretty Christian nation um, which is maybe the good news of it, I mean, if you die in Christ, your your soul's at least saved. So uh, I'm sure not all 40 of the troops, uh, 40 or so of the troops, I'm sure not all the troops that have lost their lives so far have been Christians and have accepted Christ as Lord. And so they are unfortunately perishing for that. Um, and it's a sad reality we live in, guys. And that's, you know, that's, some of the urgency bus behind Hosanna Man as I uh, the, a lot of these uh, I think the wars are about to get crazy guys I don't know I don't want to even make a death toll count prediction here but uh, this whole everybody's in everybody is going to get involved this is going to quite literally turn into the third world war there is this is going to be the third world war we are watching the first part of World War III unfold. I've been covering it now for three months. It is prophesied in the Bible. It is not, it, it will be what it is. Everything is in God's control. That doesn't mean that the times coming up on us are not about to be totally perilous, horrifying and violent so hope you guys enjoyed and um learned something new and yeah guys um keeping you all in my prayers thanks